0: Welcome back, everyone, to the Awaken Project Podcast. For those of you that have recently found the podcast that are now regular listeners, thank you for listening to the podcast. And my name is Steven. I am one of two hosts of the Awaken Project Podcast, and the other is online today.
1: Yeah, we are reunited, Steven. That's right. What's up, everybody? My name is Blake Wright coming at you. Uh, we have been a part of and now we're together but we're still apart and we'll tell you more about that in a little bit but yeah, yeah. uh we're super excited for what this next season's going to bring and uh we we had a wonderful summer man those interviews that we had with some important leaders in our lives Stephen. what did you uh what did you think of all of that
0: they were awesome man the uh the people that come through mount carmel i don't know if y'all caught that trend here though a lot of the people that we had on the podcast were preachers and teachers that came through Mount Carmel but man they were stellar. So very very fortunate yeah. to have had those uh also be willing to be on the podcast. That was all out of their own time. They none of them were required to do that. So that was pretty cool. Yeah.
1: What uh what I know what my favorite interview was, but I want to know what yours was, man. What was your favorite one to record? I mean, I'm sure they were all great.
0: Oh man, I I think my favorite one from the summer was probably the Brian Spar interview
1: hmm. yeah dude that one was great i love brian yeah. man what a great dude yeah shout out to brian in Fort Worth. to everyone
0: else i mean to nate hoff and dean and craig i mean y'all killed it too i don't know brian's yeah. was brian's was just, i think it's because i've known brian the longest and brian's been a, a particularly special leader in my life and your life both of our lives for a, a while now right that one was really really cool to sit down and actually have a one-on-one conversation like that so, how about yeah, you, Blake?
1: Dude, yeah, my favorite. Uh, yeah, my favorite. Gosh, I have a, I have a couple. Golly, they're they're so good, so mm-hmm. good. Um, but I would say, uh, hands down, my favorite was Wade Vitalis. Oh yeah, uh, yeah He's yeah. just been a rock in my life and a mentor and somebody that I've always looked up to. And I love his passion, his heart. I love what it is that he does, and uh, I love his his family dearly. I mean, Carol. His wife is, is uh, very close. She's like a second mother to me. And um, Gwen and Peter, his, his two kids, are uh, are like family to me as well. So they're just, man, it was one of my favorites to sit down, just have conversation with Wade. We even had conversation prior to the recorded conversation that I wish I would have been able to record, but it was like three hours. It was me, Wade, and Carol just sitting at the kitchen table. And uh, just... Yeah, talking life, yeah. talking about what's uh, what's new in the world and with what's new with each other. So uh, yeah, man, yeah. speaking of what's new, let's uh, let's give these listeners a overview of what's happening on this episode, my dude.
0: Yeah, completely. So the point of this episode is to give you all a refresher, or if this is your first episode of the Awaken Project podcast, a initial... Not necessarily a preview because we are definitely in the thick of this thing, uh, but w- but who we are, what we're about, why exactly this podcast exists to kind of redefine the purpose to remind everyone yeah. why we're doing what we're doing. So,
1: yeah, something uh, just to interrupt you real quick, Steve. Yeah, yeah, for the listeners uh, that have just found our channel or our podcast or our episode, our feed, whatever you, they call it these days, uh, <laughs> you're not one of those old folks. <laughs> Come on, you're with the young people now. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know I need to uh, One of the main reasons we're doing this is because we uh, were on SoundCloud And they had deleted our first episode uh, So that one was the one that we talked about what the Awaken Project podcast is And it goes through just Steven and I's heart So we thought that it'd be cool to pop this in in the middle of the podcast again So that is why we're doing what we're doing
0: Yeah, and we still need to go pay SoundCloud some money and then we can go take back our... <laughs> they're currently holding our first episode hostage for some money. So... One,
1: Darn you. If any hackers listen to this and <laughs> you can let get it without know. us paying, yeah, let yeah. us know.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so the purpose behind this podcast, if you look up our description on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast, the point of this podcast is to awaken the next generation of leaders in the Church for Jesus um in whatever ways possible um, ultimately the, the heart behind this podcast is discipleship and you may be thinking isn't discipleship something you're supposed to do in person and to that avail i say you are mostly correct but discipleship can come in lots of cool different forms and we have the really cool opportunity opportunities plural to sit down with a lot of leaders with people that have done the faith well for many many years now and are able to speak into the lives of young leaders that we want to share with all you people that have quite frankly poured into us for a long time now and we want you all to be able to hear a little bit of their wisdom as well
1: yeah for sure yeah i think uh when we when we first kicked off this thing our hearts are definitely for Uh, People our own age, younger, and I mean, a little bit older as well. Um, But essentially, our hope is that you guys would be built up to know that you're not alone in this. And uh, we could be walking together through the things of life that we're walking through, whether that's in leadership, uh, jobs, family, marriage, whatever that is and whatever that looks like. Um, We aren't experts by any means, but uh, just to show you that, hey, we're normal. We're walking through this. We're trying to see what Jesus is doing. And we want you to be built up just as we've been built up in our lives, too.
0: Yeah. And Blake, you talked about not walking through this alone, this being life, whatever situation uh, you're in, you the listener. And the next little mini series that we're going to be doing on the podcast, it's going to be myself and Blake. And the original heart behind the podcast was that this would be uh, co-hosted by myself and Blake. Uh, that's a little hard to do right now because Blake lives in the great state of Florida, and I live <laughs> I live in Europe right now. I am currently recording from Alcalá de Henares, España. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. How about that? That's Spain for all you people that are like, what the heck is he saying? Yep. <laughs> I am currently uh, in a master's program here in Spain, getting a degree in international education. And it is now, Look at you go, yeah, Steven. Know, right? it, it's 4.09 p.m. here across the pond. And Blake, what time is it there? 10.09, right?
1: Yep, 10.09.
0: 10.09, yeah. So we're six hours apart right now. But how cool is this? We can still FaceTime each other across the ocean, record at the same time. And when this episode comes out, it'll seem like we're in the same room with each other. So that's pretty cool. I know. <laughs>
1: Technology Techno- in the 21st century. Yeah, it's
0: pretty slick. But the next uh, series that we're going to be doing, uh, contrary to the interviews that we've been doing for the last couple months, we're going to do a little mini-series, myself and Blake, on loneliness. So we're going to talk about a lot of different things that contribute to loneliness, particularly for people that are our age in the millennial Gen Z generation. Um, I'm 23, and Blake, how old are you?
1: uh 10 no i'm just kidding 26 man 26 26.
0: so we're in the thick of it we are right there with you all listeners that are that are younger and we're hopefully going to share some wisdom that we have been given over the years and quite frankly speak from our own experiences too because we have felt lonely so we're we're pretty excited for that series actually be able to do this podcast a little bit together for about a month and then um also To be able to bring in some other cool people to interview and to have them share their wisdom and so some of you might be sitting here thinking steven you're currently living in a country that the official language is spanish does anyone speak english in spain ooh that's a good question well (laughs) in fact No. No. Well, uh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Just kidding. (laughs) There are people that speak English here in Spain. There are a couple expats, some American and British. We might get some British people on the show. That'll be fun. Uh, But people that are involved in various church movements here in Spain, I've been doing some digging and actually got connected to this pretty cool church, uh, Comunidad Cristiana de Camaroma. It's a little church, this little missionary church about 15 minutes away from my town that has some stellar stellar people walking right through the doors. So I am very excited one day to get to sit down with a couple of those leaders and talk a little bit more about international missions and the and the global church because right now I'm a part of the global church. You all are part yes. of the global church back in the states, but I think
1: sometimes in the US, you know, we forget that there's other countries and things.
0: Yeah, every it's like the United States and then there's a couple oceans and what. That Everything else just be is like Narnia, right? You just walk through the closet <laughs> and then it's there.
1: Yeah, it is. That's why I got uh, you know, a whole poster of the horizon of uh you know actually I don't have anything in my I mean I got clothes. Actually I should say my wife's clothes. Well so don't you
0: Emily's obsessed with Guatemala.
1: You yeah, know did Guatemala she is. in your house? Dude, we have we actually have a couple things, but uh we have, well, yeah, it's kind of the, the main thing in our living room. There's a painting that Emily got in Antigua uh, when she went down there a few years back. So that's kind of the, yeah, the, the centerpiece of our living room, but not in our closet. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. also, yeah, we have a couple other things too. We got some Guatemalan blankets that are on our guest bed. We use one for the beach because they're just kind of a great multi-purpose blanket and uh we have coffee, but that's uh yeah, that's not something that's hanging up. that's something that we're drinking.
0: sounds like more useful than being hung up on a wall if you ask me yes, so yes although i mean if you're if you're into hanging coffee bags on your wall, then you do you yes, yeah. <laughs> I don't know that's that's not my first choice on interior decorating, but hey i'm not I'm not here to judge so
1: and we're we're men too, so who knows maybe it's trendy
0: maybe maybe pro- there's probably a pinterest board out there somewhere right
1: absolutely yeah, yeah. absolutely there's a pinterest board for, for every everything
0: food. literally everything unreal so blake i want to ask you a question here
1: yeah i'd so, love to be asked a question oh, steven
0: all right <laughs> so blake it's been a while since we have heard a little bit of your heart yeah um going all the way back to our first couple episodes yes sir about this whole project but could you share a little bit about what God has been doing in your life personally Mm. over the summer the last couple months and where you find yourself now that may be farther ahead or maybe a step back from where God had you six months ago
1: yeah Jeez, what a question. Holy cow. Hey,
0: listen, Dean, <laughs> Dean Rostad told me to ask big questions, so I said game on. So Blake Wright, it's game on.
1: Yes. Boom. Uh yeah, man, no. God's been doing some awesome stuff just in my life and uh in my wife's life. She uh she's been teaching at a school and she's kind of found freedom in that and passion. Uh so she's Loving that, which I love seeing her happy, so seeing the joy that she has um, and just the reward of a place that she's working at where she's just shining joy is, is just so awesome to see. For myself, uh, man, I've been, I've been doing a lot. I've actually kind of been going through a season of uh, just tiredness. I know that sounds uh, sounds weird, but at at the end of the day, like I, cause I'm not in college anymore, I'm I'm living real life. But uh, I've just been exhausted, and I'm somebody in ministry. So just truthfully, transparently, uh, it's easy to get mentally exhausted in this role because you're always trying to balance relationships and uh, kind of the work side of everything as well. And there's, uh, we'll pro- I'll probably touch base on this through our loneliness series, but when we originally came here it was hard to build friendships and now we've built a ton of friendships and it's hard to balance those out and how we're, you know, we have to say yes to some things and no, no to others um, and then, gosh this is something that I never knew about until I stepped into it how do you break that barrier how do you differ, differentiate is that the word? Differentiate, differentiate,
0: differentiate. Yes. Yeah, yeah.
1: there it is Uh just the ministry side of things, from the friendship side of things, especially when the friendships that you've made are with people from with inside of your church, ones that you're leading and uh, ones that you're uh, kind of shepherding over. So that's been something that uh, I've had to learn a lot of a, a lot about. Um, and then just of course being young in in this position and uh, finding support from different places and what that looks like, what that means. So yeah, I know that's a lot, and I got tired. Talking about it, but yeah, I've been going through a season of tiredness. Um, but through that season, God has still shown me that He's the one that's in charge, and it's not about me. It's not about anything that I'm doing. It's all about Him, and uh, He's the one who's creating the space uh, to move into work, and I'm just being a vessel to be used by Him. So, something that uh, this is a cool story. I don't know why I'm buzzing on it, but I am. Uh, I shared it with a couple different people, um, so I serve youth, I'm a student ministries director at the Cross Mount Door currently, and there's two teenage girls that uh, are in high school, they go to different schools, but one is kind of, uh, she's an artsy gal, as, as she likes to say, and uh, the other one is a cheerleader, and we had like this meetup at Chick-fil-A one night, I don't even know why or what was going on, I think maybe it was like a hurricane, I don't know, there was something that was happening and we didn't have youth group on that Wednesday so was, so somebody was like, hey let's all go to Chick-fil-A because you know that's where God's chicken is from. Uh, so we went to Chick-fil-A and the holy manna of chicken came down to our plates Amen <laughs> to that
0: Oh man.
1: And all of a sudden uh, it sparked conversation within a couple of students and I started talking to to one of my students and just kind of getting to know her a little bit better and you know wondering a bit about her and she uh, like something it was something along the lines of like yeah I don't really like cheerleaders and then the cheerleader heard it I was like oh boy this is gonna be bad and then all of a sudden the cheerleader girl was like really me neither and then the uh, the artsy gal was like but wait hold on aren't you a cheerleader the cheerleader was like yeah I am (laughs) and so anyways it was just this crazy story in crazy time and I was like what is happening and the next thing you know these two are like best friends uh okay I might maybe not best friends but they hang out uh like a lot and they go to different schools and they they, tra- they challenge one another they talk to one another uh every Wednesday they come together um and uh they're just the friendship that's been built from that is something that's exciting to see and it's in those moments that I am reminded that this isn't about me I couldn't have done that, Jesus is the one who did that, and Jesus is the one who's able to make moments like that happen, so there's been some cool moments, but yeah, man, been in a season of tiredness, God is still showing up, and it's been incredible to see. I've talked a lot, but yeah, that's what's happening,
0: cool, dude, that's what's up, that's so, really sweet, yeah,
1: yeah, man. How about you, Stephen
0: dude? well, um recently, I moved across the ocean, no, yeah. yeah. <gasps> what? Yeah, that's uh for most Did people. Did you swim? Uh no, I walked. <laughs> you walked? <laughs> yeah, I carried my suitcase. Yeah, Jesus came to me in a dream and he was like, "Stephen, I need you to walk across the Atlantic Ocean." And I said, "I'll be better than Peter." <laughs> no, I took a wonder I took a wonderful flight from Air Portugal. It was great. They fed me actually above average chicken. I was very pleased. <laughs> Not quite Chick-fil-A nice. chicken. Not quite Chick-fil-A chicken, <laughs> but above average Never. chicken. So thank you, Air Portugal. Uh but yes. yeah, uh so living in Spain or living abroad period um can be quite challenging in a lot of different ways. Um especially coming from a place at Mount Carmel, that's where I conducted a lot of the last couple of interviews where quite frankly those are My best friends in the world, I I think of people like, I'm going to put him on the spot, he's a regular listener of the podcast, but a guy named David Blackstad. if you ever have a chance to get to know David Blackstad, you're in for a treat. But he is incredible. He's someone that I consider probably my best friend right now, or if not one of my best friends. Um, He's an incredible accountability partner, and Mount Carmel gave me the opportunity to invest in him, and him invested in me over the summer in a lot of really cool ways, Um, But then a whole bunch of other friendships like that. That's just the example that I'm using. And so to then uproot yourself, up to take myself and just leave and um, come to a country where I don't fully speak the language. I'm I'm conversational in Spanish, but certainly not to the point where I can just sit down with somebody on the bus stop and start sharing my feelings. Not quite at that point yet. Um, Hopefully by like April and May and June, I am at that point. But right now, not so much. So connecting with people can be a little bit more difficult. And your means of communications winds up becoming more just um, survival and then just to get by. And you have to learn a lot more about the language in terms of uh, outside context, context that people have quite literally grown up with their entire lives, Um, how inside jokes are made and how words are shortened and all those things that we don't realize that we're learning when we learn a native language until we go somewhere else and we realize, hmm, these people are speaking this language that I can read in a textbook but it's not being spoken the same way so you have to do a little bit of separate learning to really understand what's being said in a lot of different conversations um, last time that I was here um, I studied abroad in the same town two years ago fall of 2017 um, I did not connect with the church because I was pretty prideful two years Sinner. Ago. Uh, yeah 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 yeah, yeah. No. Um, <laughs> And Just thinking that I, coming off another great summer at camp at the time, thinking that um, I could just take all that I learned and take it upon myself to be okay and survive. And I did survive. I got by, but I missed so many opportunities to really thrive and to really take advantage of the cool opportunity that I had being overseas. Um, And so this time around, God's really been showing me how to take that step into the uncomfortable every day and be be comfortable in the uncomfortable which can sound kind of strange but i think there is um i think we do all have the ability to become comfortable with uh, making mistakes and remembering that mispronouncing something isn't the end of the world particularly when it comes to language but then among other things that you know we make mistakes on the daily and we freak out and once we finally stop and breathe and process what happened it's really not that bad it's just a matter of how we're we gonna you know find jesus in that situation and be able to move right. forward which i think is key um and immediately here like the, the way that i found this church here in spain um so two years ago i think the the only friend that i really made was this guy named Benaya Benaya Moffat. also one heck of a human being love him um benai and i were taking a weekend trip down to morocco because africa is only like 300 miles from spain go, go look up your geography spain is uh, just on the other side of the G- Strait of gibraltar and then there's morocco right there on the northern coast so we took a flight into tangier um to get to Morocco but to get to the airport we needed a ride because our, our flight was like an hour right after we got to class and so the bus that goes from my town to the airport wouldn't have gotten us there fast enough so we got this uh, this guy, this guy that Benaya knew to drive us to the airport and his name was Peter Gill and Peter was involved with some missionary work here in the area and they, I only talked to Peter for about 20 minutes this entire semester, it was the 20 minutes that I was sitting in his car as he drove myself and Benaya to the airport but I was able to connect with him enough, to where I was comfortable, you know, talking to him outside. I, I message him on WhatsApp a couple of times just to check in on him and see how life was. It was a pretty good twenty-minute conversation. And, and most recently, a couple of weeks ago, about a, actually about a month ago now, um, myself and one of my roommate here, his name is Jacob. Uh, we were coming out of Hillsong Church. We were looking for a church here, and we tried the Hillsong campus here in Madrid, and it just it just wasn't working for us. And no offense to Hillsong, y'all got a, a cool operation over there. Don't get me wrong, but it wasn't feeding us in the ways that we needed to be fed. And so I had a little Holy Spirit moment where, quite literally, just a voice. It wasn't it wasn't loud, but it was clear as day. It wasn't loud, but it was definitely. Ooh, I heard it said, "Hey, text Peter." ask him for a church recommendation. That's it. And so I did. I sent him a a message and said, hey, how's it going? Hope all's well. And eventually asked him, you know, is there a church in the area that you would particularly recommend? And so earlier in the podcast, I mentioned this comunidad cristiana de camarma. And yeah. And so me and my roommate, Jacob, we went up there two Sundays ago now and um, walked in and immediately were received. Well, um, people were willing to work with us with our Spanish, um, and some uh, English speakers came up too, and were, were chatting us up, and um, offered food right away. That was a good mm. sign. Nice. Yeah. Um, but just immediately felt like home. It, it was undeniable, and that was really, really cool. It was refreshing, because um, up to that, it w- it was tough realizing that. Are we just going to be like nomads with this church thing, where just every week's going to be a different church? What's going on? And to finally find a place that we could call home was, oh, it was one of the best feelings I've had in a long time over here. And so, uh, to know that God was thinking about that conversation I would have with Peter two years uh, after I would originally met him, knowing that that kind con- I would need that connection in order to get to this church. And I could talk for a long time about all that, all the cool conversations I've had in the last couple weeks with that church. But I will, I will save you all that for maybe another episode. Maybe not. Maybe you should just text me and ask me individually, and I will tell you all about that if you, if you really, if you really want to know. But case in point, it's been really cool to realize that God is indeed over here on the other side of the ocean too. And sometimes we need God to be really small, so that way He can, you know, be standing right next to us. And within us and that we can know that it's truly a one-on-one relationship that we have with them but also there's other times that we need to remember that god is massive he is outside of everything he created everything and he is the same god here as he he is in the states as he is in any other corner of the world and that no matter where i go i will not be forsaken and that's a thing to celebrate that's not a thing to you know kind of turn my head around the corner and think Oh, is God after me here too? Is he going to get me? No, like, uh uh-uh. uh, he's going to catch me wherever I go. So, and uh, and no matter what language, it's cool watching people worship in a different language too, because you're like, I don't understand what they're saying fully. But they are worshiping. You can you watch someone worship, and the body language, the human experience of worship is the same no matter where you go, because you look at someone's body and they are just, oh, so evidently yearning and wanting to have that connection and praising it doesn't matter what words are coming out of the mouth you can tell when worship is is authentic and real and that's been uh such a blessing to see so there's there's my i think i just rambled for a little bit longer than you but some really cool (laughs) things yeah
1: (laughs) dude no worries that's awesome man that's that's cool it's awesome to see what uh what's happening with you and uh what what god is doing in your life and i think true like i think too we do forget that God is across the pond, man. Um, so thanks for sharing that, and thanks for, uh, yeah, letting us in on what's happening in your life,
0: my dude. Dude, it's good yeah. stuff. Always, always down for a little coffee talk. So, um, what's what's God doing in your life? That's such a good question. If you're ever talking to somebody and just like, I just want to know a little bit, just ask what's God doing in your life. Such an easy question to get the ball rolling. So
1: yeah, for sure, for sure. Um cool man. Well, what else do we got, Stephen? What else is on the the docket for today, man? Do we uh
0: Well, we should put our our little teaser out first before we get Ooh. any further. Blake and I have a little surprise that you will hopefully be seeing here on social media in the next coming days whenever or it will already be up depending on when you listen to this episode, but we had a pretty cool opportunity uh reach out to us. Last week was it? Last week? Ah, uh, gosh, dude!
1: I think it was actually two weeks ago now. Two weeks ago. Okay. Yeah, but that's just. I mean, I've been thinking about it, man. That's just how God works. Like this is just yeah. crazy. Come and on, we gotta can, hype this up, well, Steven. Talk. Yeah. Come on. Oh let's go yeah. On.
0: It, this was this was this was pretty cool. Um, and we're not gonna give it away because then, well, the surprise is ruined. But uh, <laughs> another another way that um, God is working through this podcast, um, which is uh. This is going to be a, a little bit of a, a humble brag here, but hopefully you, you all trust our hearts. Um, and I'm going to speak for Blake a little bit when I say this, but I think there's something to be said about people that are legitimately chasing after Jesus um, and, and their hearts are actually in tune with the spirit, not, not walking step for step, not getting it perfect. That's not what I'm saying at all, but there is a legitimate wanting to be in tune with the spirit and a daily renewal of the mind, body, and soul to make that pursuit happen, um, and the the trail of fruit that comes from that is a good trail of fruit, um, and I think what what's going on here with this podcast, uh, Blake and myself at least being the vehicles to go put some people on the show, um, and then us two being willing servants that God sees, you know, everyone that's involved with this project, and um, wants to to breathe some more life into it. And to take it somewhere. Um, and that's the opportunity that we have in front of us right now. Is This This is starting to take, take on a little bit of traction and to go somewhere. Um, and we will let you know what that is for sure eventually. Yeah. Um, Who knows?
1: We might have a different sound. I don't know.
0: We might. Yeah. We might sound better. Yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 that's true. Who knows? The intro music might change the, up the, a little bit. The intro bit.
0: music might change a little bit. Yeah. We'll see. I
1: don't know what's going to happen yet.
0: But... Yeah, we have a, we have a very good surprise, and so hopefully, if you're sitting there tearing your hair out, like tell us, that's a good thing. We'll tell you eventually. Don't worry. Yeah,
1: not today though.
0: So, and past that, um, Blake, let's let's talk a little bit about what the uh, the dream is ultimately with this awakened project. Let's let's read yeah. people on that. Yeah, yeah. So here, okay, Blake. Here's my question for you. When people are talking to you about this awaken project and they ask you so what what does this project mean long term like what what's the point of doing this where do you want this to end up what do you usually tell people
1: yeah man I uh, so I've actually gotten this question quite a bit um, but over and above everything the large scale and uh, the dream and the hope is to potentially start a discipleship program, uh, potentially partnering with a camp or some sort of organization that has a place that we can house uh, students from the ages of 18 to 25 and really bring them through a time of uh, just diving into God's word, what it is that God has in store for them in their life, and uh, just an intentional time to grow and build individuals up in the gospel. So that's the that's the big picture dream. I think uh, eventually it'd be awesome to get there. And right now, for for me, the dream is to just man expose the leaders that have really poured into my life and uh, to share the wisdom that they've given us. I think that's a word that's something that you said that I think is very key. Like, man, we're Stephen and I are still so young, um, and we're still learning what wisdom looks like. So the wisdom that we currently know, uh, for the most part, has been shared to us from people that are older than who we are and I think that at our age that's so important for us to remember that hey we don't have this thing figured out hey we don't need to have this thing figured out Um, we live in a culture that continually drives us forward continually pushes us continually tells us that we need to be busier uh, continually tells us that we need to be better but the truth is that it's okay to be present with where you are right now and that's something that I've always struggled with man like I'm always looking to the future because I'm always thinking I'm I'm old and I'm not I'm not that old uh it's it's funny because I I hear uh kind of the the middle-aged people tell me you're just a you know you're just a baby and but then I have on the other side my youth students who are like Man, you're old and wrinkly, you know. So <laughs> But <laughs> <laughs> it's that's truthfully what I get. But uh Oh man. <laughs> so you can't yeah, man,
0: win. Is that what you're saying? You just you're stuck.
1: That is exactly <laughs> it. I am there's no winning in the near future for me, oh, especially geez. in this position. So I've been I, I was listening to a sermon the other day and uh there was a there's a pastor who's getting the church handed off to him and they, he's he's turning 40. And uh, he said, "You know, this is this is young leadership. This is what it looks like in the prime years of younger leadership. Is between the ages of forty to sixty, so that twenty-year period." And I'm like, "Geez, man, I'm I, I'm twenty-six in, so I got a long way to, to go before So according 40s. to
0: him, you still got fourteen years to warm up, dude. That's what's up. That's it.
1: That's it. Now I will say this: I've also heard too that those who are saying, you know, thirties are the new twenties, I I don't agree with that. I don't think I'm gonna like wait around. I don't think that if you're in your 20s right now, I don't think you should wait around until you're 30 because that means that you're going to have to work 10 times harder in your 40s. Um, I'm hoping in, in my prayer, my hope is to just continually seek out God's heart for for my life and his desire for my life uh, and also what that looks like with my wife and her desires. I mean, I'm listening to a couple podcasts that uh, the the people that are on it, they're pastors and, and they ask the question of, you know, what if we really listen to the desires of our wives' hearts? Uh, where would that take us? What would that look like? Dude, I know. Ooh. So that's something that, has been, uh, that, that I've been wrestling with because uh, I see a, a burning desire in my wife's heart. My wife's heart, not my wife's. I don't have more than one. Uh. And for those that <laughs> I,
0: I've had the, the pleasure of meeting Emily, and I can legitimately call her a friend uh she yeah. is when she's on fire for Jesus like she gets going on something she's passionate about she's scary but like in the best of ways so there you go Blake you got a good one
1: yeah yeah so anyways just seeing her passion with with teaching is uh something that fires me up and I've I've actually earned gained passion from her passion which has been interesting um Anyways, long story short, uh through all of that if you tagged along <laughs> through my blabbering, uh man, my heart and my hope is that if you are in a position of leadership at a young age, uh whether that be at a church, whether that be in a business organization, and if even if you're not, even if you're in like Stephen's uh seat, if you are a student somewhere, and your desire is to be in leadership and your desire is to really see how God is going to sculpt and mold you, uh, man, I want to be a part of that story. I want to be a part of what God is doing in your life. I want to support you. I want to know how I can come alongside of you and uh, and build, build you up and encourage you in what it is that you feel God has called you into. Um, I think that Another thing that might scare us is, you know, school, 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 I've actually, I've been walking through this a lot with, with students, but the pressure of going to college right out of high school is something that I think almost steers a different direction, I'm not gonna say, I'm not God, so I don't know, but uh, there's this this mentality in this uh, sort of status quo that you have to go to college straight out of high school that really kind of confuses uh, the culture that we're living in. So what I mean by that is I got a couple students who want to go and do a gap year before they go to college, and it's, it's ministry-related, uh, yet they're kind of having that wrestle between them and their parents of what they should do because of course if you i mean i'm not a parent but i can only imagine you'd want to see your kid go to college and get you know good scholarships get good grades come out with a great job um but steven and i i think this takes us back to the beginning we both did a gap year and if you're a parent listening to this i can fully say watch how the spirit is working in your child's life and if it is A gap year that they want to take to give to the Lord, to volunteer, to build themselves up. Let them take it. That might be a step of faith for you, but let them take it and trust that God is going to turn that out into something beautiful and great. So uh, that's my hope. That's my hope that we can pour into those situations, that we can build it up right now through this podcast uh, and that we can be an encouragement to those who are listening.
0: Dude, amen. That was a lot again. Yeah, but like all good yeah retweet to all of it um and what's cool is uh, i'll share my my half of it too um actually i don't know if i call it a half because everything that blake said i am step for step form just being able to walk with people even though it may seem a little bit difficult to walk with somebody through a podcast um when i think about a lot of the little bits of wisdom and Loose ends being connected with the faith and understanding scripture and how to connect with people and understanding Where people are coming from in their various walks of life a lot of what I've learned has actually been through digital Mediums so podcasts and sermons Online stuff. It's a resource that when used correctly and used frequently is extremely powerful and we feel as though we have hearts that want to contribute to that, and we have been contributing that. We've been doing this podcast now since, what, February, I think? So yeah, over half yeah. the year. Yeah, over the, over half the year now. And I think there's just something powerful. I'll, I'll speak a little bit to myself and Blake. The gap years that we took, we traveled with an organization called Youth Encounter for a year. Um, but there's just something really cool about when you say, Jesus, I'm going to give you my life intentionally and nothing else for a year Um, and then seeing other people that do the same walk alongside you and then mentors being able to pour into you and to know you and to speak into your life and to call out gifts and to say hey you're good at this you should go pursue that legitimate or hey maybe what you thought was your calling is maybe maybe it's just uh a, a passion or or a pleasing, you know, a, a like, not necessarily a calling, you know, and people that are willing to have that tough conversation, because we don't all get it right on the first try, but being able to have somebody walk with you through that process and ultimately to to speak words of wisdom, words of scripture over your life and then to be able to consistently hear the spirit to figure out what exactly that is in in the now not necessarily in the future but where are you right now to discover that identity and then just to see this awakening that's why we're called the awakened project because we, yeah. we want to see that moment of transformation that moment of awakening in people and it's happened for both of us multiple times you know consistently being renewed by the spirit and reawakening over and over again that desire to see that same bit of transformation happen in other people, um, and it's why we're willing to do this podcast overseas and figure out, you know, things like spotty Wi-Fi and time differences. And you know, even when we were in the states, I the first part of the podcast, I lived in Cleveland, and Blake still lived in Florida, and then I moved to Minnesota, and then and then I moved to Spain. Blake's Blake's been faithful to Florida, and I have been jumping ship all over the place. So there's that, but still two dudes that just want to see the gospel come into people's lives and do its thing. Cause we know what it does. That's not a, you know, a subjective thing for us. That's a pretty objective truth for the two of us at least. And we're willing to do what we have to do to help contribute to that mission. And this is what we believe we're called to right now with this podcast. And, you know, again, we'll see where it goes. And we, again, once we, we share a little bit about our, our surprise for you in a couple days, weeks or whenever that comes out, um, We'll, we'll explain it a little bit more then but yeah man i'm I'm buzzing right now, i'm like i'm sitting up straight, i'm like looking outside, like oh, I'm ready to go, ah man, yeah, it's Dude, good, it's really good, i'm
1: excited, man, so i'm excited well uh yeah man let's uh let's let's uh I don't even know. I'm excited. I want to give the surprise away. That's what's t- that's what's festering in my head right now. It's like Come on, I boy, want you can them. like
0: literally just like two more minutes we're going to close this episode uh, and, uh, Dude, and I know, but it's grandier, just like so.
1: Oh, I want it. Okay. Well, I mean, it's exciting. <laughs> Maybe it's going to be more exciting for us than it is for them.
0: <laughs> yeah, they'll they'll hear it and be like, <laughs> "You guys are seriously excited about that? Get over yourselves." You yourself. guys are dumb. Jeez, We we're we're, you we're suck. pretty excited about it. But we're nah, excited we'll, uh, we'll start to we'll start to wrap up here on this episode of the awakened project podcast yeah. um if you have not already subscribed to this podcast we highly encourage you to do so so go hit the follow button the subscribes button on apple Podcasts, on spotify on anchor wherever you listen to podcasts go give us a follow we'd greatly appreciate it Go check out the social media pages on Facebook, on Instagram. We were, we were talking the other day that our Instagram needs a little TLC. So we're going to hopefully try and reboot that and make mm-hmm. it relevant here. So give, go give us a follow here. Um, yeah. If there's anything that you want to hear on this show, please reach out to us. And we would love to either find somebody that has a lot of knowledge on that or if it's something that we feel we can speak into, we would love to talk a little bit more about that in depth. Um, and ultimately creating a, a community here and yeah. allowing people to feel like they are a part of this, too. Because this this truly is not just Blake and myself, not even close. We're, we just happen to be the ones with the microphones. Right. Um,
1: Let we, me... Uh, yeah, so, go. Sorry, I'm going to interrupt you per use. Uh, I If you are struggling or going through a season of loneliness, man, we'd love to hear from you uh, for this next series. We want those questions that you might have, not saying that we'll have all the right answers, but uh, we just want to know uh, what it is that you might be going through. So if you feel comfortable sharing about that, or if you even had a season of lonely, loneliness that you have overcome, we'd love to hear that story and share it uh, on the show. Um, please email us. Please do that. The Project Podcast, the dot us at gmail.com um, or hit us up on Facebook. And if you're personal friends with either Stephen and I, Feel free to shoot us a text message, um, but yeah, Instagram—you can send us a message on there. But slide it is, into those DMs, you know. Ooh, what I'm saying. Our Instagram yeah. is like, gosh, go. I get depressed when I looked at it. I'm like, we had ambition and we had hustle, and then all of a sudden we posted two pictures, and then it died.
0: So <laughs> sounds like sounds sounds like the Instagram's got to go through a resurrection Sunday. Yes, so amen. <laughs> Easter's we'll coming. Work on that. Easter's coming to the Instagram. Heck yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah, so. Cool, Stephen. Well, uh, gosh, I'm excited for the next series. We got one more interview coming up. It's going to be with a, a great mentor, John John, oh man, and, that uh, was he's be currently awesome. the the cool. dean of students at uh, Concordia University. We do have a current recording, but it was just a little bit too fuzzy. It was the first phone call interview that we've done, so we're going to re-record it. Uh, hopefully, get some better audio. But I'm uh, hoping that you're blessed by that episode and uh, just kind of taking what he says. John is a guy that's just Loving, and he's somebody who's all about people. He's one that definitely is after God's heart, and just wants the best for everybody around him.
0: John, John's—he's like—I listened to a little bit of the audio that Blake sent me of the first one, and the audio quality wasn't great, but oh my gosh, John's heart for Jesus was just mm. undeniable. It was incredible. Yeah. So, yeah. Voucher so. for John—that that episode is going to be stellar. And then you can actually hear him clearly, which will make it even better.
1: Yes, yes. He's uh he's he's doing some great things and a cup of Folgers coffee is what brought us together, man. <laughs> so There you uh, go. The best coffee. part of waking up is Folgers in your cup. Hashtag not sponsored. Uh
0: not yet at least. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and I can I can confidently say that I've never drank Folgers since that day. Uh, I now drink good coffee, so anyways 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 uh yeah so thank you thank you all guys and gals uh men and women uh spaniards or americans thanks for
0: listening we appreciate you all it's been real (laughs) all right for this episode of the awaken project podcast i am steven once again and i am blake This will do it for us. We hope to see you next time on the podcast. Take care, everyone.